We are holding in uh, Perik Vav, okay? Perik Vav, page two hundred and thirty-two in the uh, in the Big Derech Mitzvahs. Okay, so we just got through uh, two paragraphs, basically explaining from a little bit of a different perspective each one the idea of how um, how the name is how Hashem is interfacing with this with the lower worlds. And specifically, how he is expressing himself in uh, in a way of using the sphera of Atzilus, whichever particular one, in order to uh, give over hashpa or to judge or to whatever it happens to be. But then he says, "Ani nikra Elokim, Ani nikra Shakai." Right? I am called this. In other words, it's not it's not something else. It's Hashem Himself, but it's the way He is manifest into this sphera. Excuse me. It's not the sphere itself, obviously. Let me call Makom Muvan Hatev Gamkin. Didn't he want to say? Miko. Sorry. What? It seemed like the it seemed like the Rebbe wanted to was said that Hashem, the Medrash wanted to say that he was he wanted to say, but Atzmos Hakadosh Baruch Hu, like he had to say. The point is that he, he this is what he, he is called by what he does. That's what he said. So this is a very important point. As much as we are expressing the names and the way Hashem is using the different spheres as tools and enclosing Himself into them in order to, uh, in order to give over the hashbar into the lower world, if we were to say, okay, let's go back a step. Let's go back to the way Hashem is before that. By definition, you cannot say a name on that. Because at that level, you cannot say that you could capture him in any way by saying this description or that description. If you call something blue, by definition, it's not red. If you call it red, by definition, it's not blue. Right? Once you put, give it any type of title, so by definition, you're saying it's not something else. That's a problem for us. Because when we're talking about Hashem, right, we're talking about the way He is infinite. If we're talking about the way He is infinite, by saying about Him that He is kind, Okay, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that means that he's not uh, judgmental? If you say about him that he's judgmental, then you're saying he's not kind, right? In other words, once you say he is something, by definition, you're excluding something else. That's a problem for us. Okay, that's the issue here. Come on, as all the Makubalim say. Now, even though we said Adaraba, that the opposite is true. Tsarich Leida Echashemos Anal Moirim Alatz Muso Midos Lavat. We have to express how all these names are specifically talking about Hashem and not talking about the Mida that we said before. And someone who has intention. When he's talking about these particular names, like the shame Kale by Chesed, or the shame Elohim by Gvura, 
if a person has in mind the midah, it's as though he's praying to a God that doesn't exist. A God that's not a God. In other words, you're, 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 you're barking up the wrong tree. You're totally in the wrong place. You can't say that when you're davening to Shem Kale that you're davening to Yechesed. Because if that's the case, you're davening to a tool. It's not the tool. The tool does not cut down the tree. The person cuts down the tree. He uses the tool to cut down the tree. But it's not the tool. No one's saying, wow, look at that house. That Black & Decker drill really made a beautiful house. You never say something like that. You'd say, oh, wow, that person, he made that amazing, he, right? Etc., etc., etc. So a person that is Dafka, and then let's just read that line again because that's very important, right? If he's going to have intention, the Midas themselves. It's as though he's davening to a God. Which is not a God at all. The concept is like we've explained. The names are talking about the particular midas, shame, kale, bechesed, etc. But who is midas But the shame, but Hashem is not. You cannot say about him that he is one of these midas. So impossible to say that it is him, mamish, shame, prati. Okay, so what we're saying is like this. We're saying is that when we're talking about Hashem, the way He is before, He is enclosed within the Midos. Now, why does He use the word Hislapshus? Hislapshus means the idea of the way it is being revealed. But when you say Hislapshus, Hislapshus, which means literally to be enclosed, you're saying that the clothing is the one that is dictating the relationship. So, for example, a perfect example of this is the concept of thought and speech, right? When I have an idea in my mind, right, it's remaining hidden from you. I want to express it to you. I have to bring it out into speech. But the way I bring it out into speech means that I have to include these ideas in particular words, and the words themselves are very limiting. I have to use the words in order to draw a picture, but it's a mental picture that I'm drawing based on the words that I am using. And I'm hopefully trying to convey the thought that I have in my mind. But really, you must say that the words are very limiting. And the thought, the way I'm seeing it, for example, if I imagine uh, a picture of something, Right? I imagine, like, even I want to tell you all about this vacation that I had to Paris once, right? And I have in my mind, right, the Seine River and the Louvre, and I have in my mind Musée d'Oranger, and, and I have in mind the Eiffel Tower and all these things. I have in my, and I want to explain to you <clears throat> what it was, what it looked like, what was the weather like, what was the feeling like, what was it like in the nighttime, what was it like in the daytime. I'm trying to use words to paint a picture that you can now take back into your mind to, in order to look and see that picture in your mind. That's what I'm trying to accomplish here. 
But really, every single idea that I have, I am by definition, I'm limiting it to that particular word. And that particular word is hopefully going to be usable on your part. It's going to go in through your ears. And then you're going to put together this whole, it's almost like a jigsaw puzzle, right? It's one word, another word, another word, another word. And like you're slowly but surely building up this picture in your mind. Or I'll give you an example. An artist, right? What an artist wants to do is he wants to convey a scene that either he has in his mind or that he has, or he's looking at onto a piece of canvas. A not, you know, it's like a two-dimensional thing, right? It's very, very, it's a flat thing. And yet he wants to convey a scene that he is looking at. Now, in that scene, it's not just a picture of something. It's not like a blueprint. A blueprint is, right, you have a, right, a blueprint of what the house is going to look like or like how, you know, what's going to, you know, an architect, right? That's, that's totally without feeling. A good artist is going to try to bring out a certain feeling as though you were standing in the place that he's standing. So, for example, we're using, um, I mentioned before, Musée d'Oranger, right? Like the, the idea of like, uh, the impressionist artist, probably everyone studied at one point, especially if you went to college, a little bit about uh, art history and everything. So if you look at like Renoir or Monet or these types of impressionists from France, they could have on one painting, right, they could look and they could see like this beautiful uh, garden in the south of France. And what you're experiencing there is you're seeing these beautiful flowers and you're seeing these beautiful uh, leaves of the trees and, and, or the, you know, the field and the sun is beating down and you feel like the incredible warmth of the, of the experience. On the other hand, on the next picture, right, Monet has all these pictures of, of the parliament in England, right? The parliament building, you know what it looks like, right? right? And you feel the grayness, the, the, the gray weather of London, of, of, you know, cold and damp and the fog, and the, right? What he's doing is he's using the, the vehicle of paint in order to create a picture which will cause within you a certain emotion by looking at this picture. Right? Here you see a beautiful summer day in south of France, and here you see this, this cold, damp, foggy uh, day in London. And you could, just by looking at the picture, you can experience it because he's used the vehicle. Someone who's a really talented artist is able to use the vehicle of the paint in order to paint, so to speak, a picture which we can all become in tune with and understand what it is that he's painting. Yes? But at the end of the day, he only has these particular, these particular vehicles, these particular, we'll call it kalim vessels, right, to convey. So, for example, the, uh, a huge hit in terms of poetry is, is a Japanese haiku, right, where you're only allowed to use you know, a certain amount of syllables or a certain amount of words, and it's trying to bring across a feeling, right? And by using those words and seeing it in this order or in seeing the, the sounds that are being made, you are actually experiencing whatever it is that the great poet is, able, is, is conveying to you. Once again, using very limited words to convey an idea and to convey a, convey a feeling or an energy, let's say, 
put it that way, right? That's the idea of what we're talking about here. What we're talking about, it's hislabshus, meaning that the idea has to bend to the word that is being used to convey that idea, or the painting that's being used, or the poem that's being used. So what we're saying here is that it's Hashem, the way He is mislabish in the sphere of chesed, for example, right? He has to limit Himself in order to be squeezed into this sphere, so to speak, in order to portray Himself in a way of chesed. But let's say that you go back, and you try to go back to the actual thought that was in the, in the artist's mind, or the experience that he is experiencing there. He is experiencing something that is very hard to limit. He's doing the best job that he can to limit it by in this poem or in this painting. But it's not the exact, it's, it's very far from the actual experience. The actual experience is taking place on so many different levels that he's not able to express. The Chiddush is that he's able to express any of those feelings. In other words, if I were to draw a picture of the parliament, right, and show it to you, you wouldn't get necessarily the feeling, even though I would, maybe I'm, a, I, I'm able to draw the lines and everything like that, but you're not going to get that same damp, cold, wet, you know, feeling, like as though you were in London. And even if you look at the Monet painting, as much as you're sort of getting that in your mind, it's not that you're actually living it. When he was there painting the picture, he's living the experience. You see the difference between these things? What? Um, I've been actually wondering this a lot. This comes out in our conversation about the Hashem's being slavish in these series. Is that what happens when we get a double layer? Like we talk about in, 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 in um, Tishrei, right? In Simchas Teira. It's the Simcha of Gevurah. And we have a big sense of simcha, but then, but it's uh, overshadowed by this whole element of that's coming from gevura, right? So he's being misnavish in the sphere of gevura, but it's coming out in the way of simcha. Like how does how does that fit now? Same idea. It's it, it, it's just enclosing into a different different mediums, different things. But that's not that's really this little off topic. Okay. So the idea, however, is that it's being mislavish into the keli, into the sphere in order to express a certain idea, right? It has to be that way, right? That's the way it has to be, because as much, if, if I want to express to you, right, if I want you to share with me that experience of standing on one of the bridges over the Thames River in London and looking out at the, right, at London and experiencing the fog and the cold and the dampness and everything like that, if it's in my mind, it's not going to ever be expressed to you. I have to have some sort of Kaylee, some sort of vessel with which to share it with you in order that you could understand what it is that I want to express to you without me enclothing it into as much as that's limited because at the end of the day the words that I'm using are limited the canvas that I'm using is limited but it's something that now you could understand what it is that I want to communicate to you so on the one hand we're saying it's totally limiting on the other hand, it's not totally limiting because it's now communicating something to the other person. Got it? So now we could say, we can go back to what we were saying before. 
before it's included in his spheres, how is he able to do it? Like we just said before, he has to mitzamtzim, he has to limit himself, his light, right? In order to be mitzlabish into the chesed or into the gvura. He has to do it. Right? The author has to limit the idea to a particular word or a particular group of words. Yeah? And once he's now enclosed himself into one of these things, he has now acquired for himself a name. Right? Vitayar, or an expression of himself, prati. Kagon, bislabshu. So when, for example, even when a person is going to decide, I want to take my money from my pocket and I want to give it to you. That is an act of chesed. So now through me doing that act of chesed, what's coming out? What's coming out is, oh, this person is a kind person. We can now put a title on him, right? Now you can't say that he is kindness, He's not kindness, but by continually doing nice things for other people, we are going to say, oh, look at that kind person. He's acquired that title, that attribute, right? Now, is that the whole of him? No, it's not the whole of him at all. But it is expressing one attribute of him. Now, the fact that you say that he's a kind person, does that mean he's not a smart person? No. It's just you're, you're looking at one particular expression. Oh, look, he got 100 on every single test he's ever taken in his life. So he must be a smart person as well. Oh, look, he's a chacham. He's a wise person. Oh, now that you're saying that he's a wise, he's, he's, he has acquired that title. Does that mean now he's not a chesed? He's not a kind person? Not a, right? No, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that that is the focal point that we are using. Right? Because based on his actions... He is enclosing himself into that particular thing. Good? Right? He is a fun person. He is an angry person. He is a, right, he is a limited person in his viewpoint. Right? In other words, all of these things are titles, but they're not the person himself. You're expressing one aspect of this person. And at that moment when he's giving over the dollar bill, yes, it is expression, expressing his kindness. But maybe he has a hundred million dollars in his pocket. And by him giving one dollar, right, the same act might be described not as a kindness. Maybe he's acting in a limited way. Because really he should be giving over a hundred million dollars and he's giving over one dollar. So on the one hand, it is kind. On the other hand, it's not really that kind. Right? He has a hundred million dollars in his pocket. Why is he giving over only one dollar? So like irrelevant, right? So again, it's, it's a means of description. It's a means, but it's not him. And even the means of description might be looked at in different ways. Right? So let's go further. Right? When he's enclosed into the Mida of Gvura, Nikra Gibur, Vidayan. Right? Let's just take a look at the... Uh, and here in this... In this um, Parentheses, he brings out 
the idea of the, the, the muscle of the remark that we've been talking about for the last couple of days. But even though now we're calling him a chazdan, right, someone who's a kind, right, God is kind, God, or calling God is judgmental, God is this, God is this, it's not affecting him. That's just the way he is expressing himself right now. Leo's been who's prati to be in this particular um, thing? Shenira ke'ilu who came mitzad pu'uloso because that's the way he is based on his action right now. Like the muscle of the water by the ramak, right? That you pour into the glasses. Because the coloring that comes onto the water is based on the actual glass itself. But the water itself does not become red. The water itself does not become green. The water is as clear as it was from the minute that he poured the poured it in from the faucet. The same water that came from the faucet, the clear water, if he puts it into a red glass, it's going to look red. If he puts it into a green glass, it's going to look green. That's the way it is. Yes, are you guys with me? As mitzad tayar So based on this tayar, based on this name, we can call him something though. Because now he is acting in a certain way. And therefore, we are using that action to give him a title. But don't make the mistake to say that this is him. It's not him. It's the title of what he's doing right now. So yes, it's him right now. When a person is giving his $100 check, he is a kind person. He's kind. Look at that chassid, right? The kind man. But that's not all of him. That's just an expression, a title of what he is doing right now. That we see from this one of the attributes and one of the titles that we're calling him from based on one of the names. Which is expressing a particular name. This is Kael or Elohim. But on the other hand, it's not you're not calling it an attribute. You're calling him. In other words, the man that gives the hundred dollars is is you're not calling it chesed. You're calling him a kind man. You're not saying that's kind. It is. He's kindness. It's not kindness. He's a person. Again, we're not saying look at that guy. Look at that black and decker that that made that house. It's the person that makes the house. Right now, he is a builder. He is building. He is drinking. He is eating. He is whatever it is. Mitzad kinyaso atoyerzep b'midazu, based on the, the 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 title, the nickname that he was given, based on this particular meter. Kamal hafresh ben chasid lechasid. Like there's a difference. A chasid is a kind man. Chasid is kindness. One is a verb. One is a noun. You following? Shamida nikra chesed. The mida itself is called chesed. Adam shekana mida zu, and the person who acquired this particular mida nikra chasid. You see the difference? Chesed versus chasid. Vechena hefesh ben chachma lechachma lechacham. Excuse me. Also, there's an idea. You could have wisdom, 
Or you could have a wise person. A wise man. The wise man is not wisdom. The wise man has wisdom. He's being defined by his wisdom. He has somehow showed that he has this incredible wisdom and that's why we can call him, oh, look at the wise man. But we're never making the mistake to say, oh, look at wisdom, he just walked past. Wisdom didn't walk by. Or maybe wisdom is not walking. Wisdom is sitting and he has a long white beard and whatever. Right? He's a wise man. The intellect is called the Chachma, and the man who acquired the Chachma, Nikra Chacham. I think it's clear, yes? So we are not thinking when we call, look at that wise man, about anything else except for the person. We are talking about the person. He is the wise man, he is the kind man, he is the builder, he is the football player. Right? It isn't Chachma itself. It's that he acquired, by him putting his mind into learning, he becomes a wise man. By him acquiring wisdom, he becomes a wise man. He's, man- he's, he's enclosed himself into that trait. By him giving a $100 check to the charity, he is the kind man. He's a kind one, right? So the same thing, <clears throat> we could see the same thing above by Hashem. Because he himself, we were talking about, he has an infinite light, which is completely Pashat, right? Which is, means, Pashat means, <coughs> literally means simple. But what it really means is that it doesn't have a particular definition to it. It's undefined. The person is undefined. When he acts in a way of chesed, he's a kind man. When he acts in a way of gvur, he's a strong, he's a tough man. Right? But he himself is not wisdom. He himself is not kindness. He himself is not. That's not what he is. So all the more so above. The ore that's going into the spira is indescriptive. Lios chacham b'chachma so when he's expressing himself in Chachma, so then we are going to call him according to Chachma. That's the shame Yud K. That's what we're talking about. And when he enclosed himself in doing kindness, then we call him a Chassid, namely Bechesed. Right, we would call him the shame Elokah. But again, we're really driving home this point that we're talking about God, not the characteristic. Right, God, the way He is indescribable, we are calling Him by that name because He is limiting Himself right now into this particular expression of Himself. When a person is giving $100, we're saying, look at that kind man. It doesn't mean that he can't have any other attributes. It's right now, this is how he is expressing himself. And therefore, we are characterizing him in this manner. Good? This name is called on him. 
Kasher tzamtzem pshita oro hagadol. When he was mitzamtzem, he limited the simplicity of the or of his life hagadol. Namely, let's say instead of using simplicity, the indefinable, right, light that is called his light. He now is this labish prati. He's now limiting it into a particular name, into a particular function, into a particular quality. Right, lios chacham b'chachma, right? To be a wise one with chachma, be afal pi, and even though shitzamtzam atzmo, he limited himself. Harimi kol makom hu yisbarach hamalubish b'midas achesed hu mamish achdus pashut. Even though right now he himself is enclosing himself into chesed, he himself has not changed. He is still completely one with everything in the most indescribable, indefinable way. In a completely Just the way he was before the Tzimtzum. Now when we talk about the Tzimtzum here, we're not talking about the Tzimtzum Arishan, but we could also be talking about the Tzimtzum Arishan. We're talking about also the Tzimtzum the way he limited himself into Chesed or into Kvura. Right? This is the idea. So in other words, let's talk about it in the mashal, which is not the same as the nimshal, but let's just use it from that point of view for a second. In the mashal of a person, the fact is, is that he is his own etzim. When he, when he limits himself down into a level to be able to give the $100, now we say he's a kind person. But let's say that, but that is not describing him. It's describing his action right now, but he himself is still the same. And he'd turn around, he could turn around to the next guy and not give $100 if he wanted. And then we'll call him, oh, look at that guy. He's such a, 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 a gvuradika person. He's not kind. He's stingy. Because he's not including himself inside of the chesed right now. So all the more so by Hashem. Just the way he was before he was mitzamtzim himself into chachma or mitzamtzim himself into chesed. He is one and indescribable, it's still the same way. Or let's go even back to the original. Before he was in Samson himself in order to make an existence, a, a hishtalshlus. He's the one, and completely pasha, in the same way, afterwards. However, we see the attribute of how he was mitzamtzim himself. And that's why the Medrash says, according to my actions, that's how I am called. So when he is doing chesed, we call him Shem Kale. But we have to realize, he himself is still Pashat B'tachlis Apshitas. Or ain't so. Just because right now he's acting in chesed, it doesn't mean it has to be that way. It means that's how he's acting right now. Ani mamish, like it says. I myself mamish, like the Abishter himself. Shari ani kamosha ani hu koidim islabshus midazu. I am the way I am, just like the way before it was mislabish into this particular mida. Rakshi mitzadi islabshus. Yacholim likroid li shem kale o elokim o havaya. But based on the fact that I am now mislabish into a particular sphere, that's how and that's why you can call me by a certain name. 
Otherwise, what would you hold on to? There's nothing to hold on to. When you have infinite, you can't hold on to it. There's no edge for, it to, for you to hold on to anything. It's only when he positions himself into something that now, oh, now I can hold on to it. Like water that's coming from a faucet. You can't hold on to it. It's only when, it's only when you have it into a cup. Ah, now I can say, oh, look at this cup of water. Otherwise, there's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing, it's not that it's not there. It is there. I just can't, I can't grasp it. I can't define it. Which is not the case when he's not enclosed in the spheres. Ain't lo shame v'mida. Right, he doesn't have a name or a mida which shows on him because you cannot limit him by saying about him that he is this. If you're saying that he is this, by definition, you're saying he's not that. And if you say he's that, you're saying by definition he's not this. That is not allowed. That is not true. He is all. He is everywhere. However, when he's all and everywhere, you can't say about him anything. So when he limits himself into something, ah, now I can hold on to it. Now I have the glass of water. I have the red water. But the water is not red. It's just that now I have a definition for, for what it is. But don't make the mistake to think the water is red. The red water is not red. The water is clear. Same as it was before. I just now have a name. I have a title. I have something to hold on to. I have an edge to hold on to. If this table was infinite, I wouldn't have anything to hold on to the side of the table. It's only because it's ended here. Oh, now I can hold on to it. Kapish? All right. We'll continue Mitzvah Shem on Sunday.